Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello, happy Friday, everybody. Welcome. It's the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Woo! Listen to me. Yeah, I can I hear talk. You. Woo! Oh, you sound so good, man. People are freaking I mean, I'm, out. I'm stuffed up, but at least I have a voice. Because I have a voice. The King's Speech. Remember the King's Speech? That was a good movie. Colin Firth? Yes. That's when I fell in love with him. Oh. Great. I like him. He seems charming. Yeah. He's... Mm-hmm. Is he British? Is he British or was he just in a British movie? King... I don't know, Holly. You know You're everything. You're our encyclopedia. Is Colin Firth British? Yes. Okay. okay. Boom. He was probably in one of your movies that Jeffrey you love the holiday. Jeffrey Rush, who's in the King's Speech, is Australian. Ah. ah so he was the pianist. No. No. Well, he was the pianist in the movie Shine back in the 90s. But when not I th- in the when pianist, I thought I was Brody. going to yeah. see Scream. Remember that story? Say it again for <laughs> my forgetfulness and our enjoyment. I thought I was going to see Shine. But my friends oh. and I were in the theater watching Scream. And I'm watching this, and there's Drew Barrymore answering the phone, and this guy's like, Bleh. And I'm like, where's the guy who plays the piano? What is this? So this has been going on for a while with you, huh? These kind of things. Yeah. Hot, hot Some, second. Somebody said Scream. I knew there was a movie that started with an S that was also one syllable, and I made the assumption that was the movie we were going to see. What do they say when you assume, right? You got it, buddy. I once was with a group of buddies to go see The Matrix Reloaded. Was that the second one, I think? Sure. The second, let's call it the second Matrix. All right. They go in. I said, hey, boys, I'll meet you in there. But it was it was opening weekend, you know, so so it's playing in a bunch of different theaters, you know, different show times and all that. So I go in and I was like, okay, crud, all right, this already started, so I'm just gonna wait for kind of a, a break in the scene. Sure. And I see Neo laying there and something's happening, and then boom, credits. And I was like, that's a funny choice. Like, are they being silly? Like fake, fake uh, ending the movie sure. and now they'll start it again. Is this like a Matrix thing? In fact, I just walked into the wrong theater. And so I I learned how the movie ended, and then I went and found my friends and sat through the whole movie knowing how it would end the whole time. Oh, bummer. It was a bummer. Listen, we all make mistakes. Yeah, we are responsible for our own spoiler alerts. Right, that Holly. Is mm-hmm. That Dang. is so true. Holly, did you do a bracket? What? For March Madness? No. <laughs> okay, I, I don't know. <laughs> Have you ever done a bracket, Holly? Holly, no. Have you ever been tempted to do a bracket? No. Have you ever bet on anything? Uh, I paid penny slots in Vegas. I feel like this is a deposition. Yeah, Yeah, we're we're just Uh, trying to get to you know the bottom of this. I've no, I'm not much of a gambling person. Okay. Don't really do the brackets. I know. I, I you know the NCAA men's basketball tournament. 
Uh, my teams didn't even that I went to school for didn't even make it. Oh, so why sure. bother? Oh, yeah. You know, okay. yeah. yeah. It's that that tournament we were watching it again last night. The Sweet Sixteen kicked off weekend two of the tournament, and that thing is so dramatic. It's you just watch watch enough of it, and something crazy is going to happen. One of the first uh, there were four games last night. One of them went into overtime, and it was just like dramatic how they got into overtime and how the game ended. And then there was another game that a team was down 13. And then at one point, that team that's down 13 then is up 12 points. And then they're up 10 points with two and a half minutes to go, the team that made the comeback. And then with two and a half minutes to go, they're up 10 points. And and bear in mind, they were down 13, which means they were dominating the second half, right? They were yeah. winning at that point by yeah. 23. So then they're up 10 points, two and a half minutes to go. I blink. And I look up, and now they are down one point with 12 seconds to go. And you're like, oh, well, this is how this ends. Boom, they inbound it. Guy takes a three-pointer from the logo. I mean, it was probably like 28 or 30 feet from the basket. A deep, deep three. Bang. Hits it. They win the game. Now, it wasn't a buzzer beater. There was still seven seconds left. But still, super, super dramatic. So it continues to be, as I say, yeah. The best unscripted drama on sports. I nope, hear nope. I meant on television. I know. Dang it. I know. We but knew it what you meant. It would have been good if I said it. But you well. didn't. So let's just let it go. Yeah. Let's just Boy. forget it. So Donna, Donna is uh, impressionable. That is true. I and try and pretend that I'm not. She goes down into the uh, cafeteria this morning. That's right. And Tommy Boy is there and he's there delivering the goods. Yep. And he starts talking to her about this thing that she's never heard of before. And then she asked me if I've ever heard of it. And I said, no, I've never heard of it. Tell everybody what you were told. So he said that he is very excited. He's got some stuff coming from Team U. And I said, say what? And he said, have you ever gone on to that site? And I said, I don't think so. And he was like, T-E-M-U, look it up. I go, all right, as soon as I get upstairs, I'll look it up. It Thank is you. basically... The Lillian Vernon catalog on your computer. Basically, it is a uh, cheap version of Amazon, right? Wouldn't you call it that? Yeah. Harriet Carter was the catalog that we used to get. Harriet Carter. We were so excited when it would come. We were like, do we need any of this? So then we go on there and we start looking at it. And there are things that are so unbelievably cheap. Like 90% off. I, I don't know if these are junk or good. Oh, it like for like instance, I need um, some no-show socks. Okay. You can get, uh, let me see, 88 cents. Yeah, it's super discounted. I could get five pairs for $2.18. Almost sold out, though. I could get 10 pair for $2.68. Then I saw this little thing that I never thought I wanted or knew I wanted. It was just little, you know, like the things that you can put against your the base of your house or against the tree and makes it look like there's a door going into like yeah. a little. Yeah, like a little elfin yeah. land. There's this yeah. little dragon opening this door that you can put against your house and it looks like there's a little cute dragon's lair underneath your home. He was so cute and looked jovial. And Why you know don't what? you order it and it we'll see? Three bucks. Get it. And then tell me what the quality of this stuff is. Ooh, this is giving me garbage island feelings. Thank you. Same. (laughs) Garbage island. Yes. I already have anxiety about my consumer habits and my consumption. Oh. Do you feel that you have a problem online shopping? 
No, I don't actually. I am very minimalist in the way that I live my life because I feel like buying excess stuff, where's the stuff going to go? Yep. Where's the stuff going to go? If it comes in, something's got to go out. Thank you, Donna. Yep. That's a nice way to do it, right? One comes in, one goes out. It's a rule in my house. Like, there's no, you got to pick something to go. Yeah. You got to. Uh It's like, all right, this is going. Uh, Well, this website advertised heavily during the Super Bowl. Oh, Oh, they did? Yes. There are some Super Bowl ads, I believe, and it was their tagline was shop like a billionaire or feel like a billionaire or something like that. So they were advancing themselves in the marketplace doing some heavy duty advertising. Now, that being said, if you need something, you know, great. But then also at the same time, it could, you know, there's just stuff. And I think about the garbage islands floating out in the ocean yeah right now that's right and i already feel enough guilt about my personal contribution to the destruction of the planet wow you went real deep yeah i mean i'm just i'm just letting you know all right just letting you know but if you need something go ahead and get this weird tinfoil thing that you put on your hair so it will dry faster (laughs) what about a a usb charger what if i said i'd get you a usb charger if I needed it, okay. $2. All right. Temu.com. T-E-M-U. T-E-M-U. M-U. M is in Miguel or yeah. Michael. Yeah, but the next time I need, an, I need a nose hair clipper, boom, done. That's where you're going. Yeah, boom, done. Limu, yeah, Temu. Never heard of this place. Um, I shan't be shopping on this site. Donna's worried they're going to try to steal her information. Because it's coming. It's a, it, Yeah. It's a Chinese company. It's it's based out of Boston, but it's a subsidiary of a Chinese commerce company. And what they do is they offer like a marketplace mostly for merchants. So that's what this is. You know, you can order in bulk and sure. then resell. Oh, huh. I'm, I'm ready to get my nose clippers in bulk. Yeah, girl. Yeah. That, that hair keeps growing, it. right? I mean, get all it. over the place. You don't have to you. water it or anything. That's the oh, look at the time. Hey, when we come back, Holly was right about something. Not uh, that she's rarely right about something, but she said something a few uh, days ago. And then I put it to the test. She was right. And it made me noticeably happy i mean oh. I, I i walked in the door and lou said up oh, your dad's mood is about to get a whole lot better oh i will tell you what she was right about when we come back oh hey guys it's donna for bradshaw and bryant you know when i was a kid i was it was the summer before high school i was 13 years old i got hit by a car and i ended up in the hospital for two and a half months thank Goodness, my parents knew to contact an experienced personal injury lawyer or my family could have lost their house due to medical bills. You know, Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant assures me that is the proper thing to do if you are injured in an accident. First, of course, you want to seek medical attention, even if you think your injury is minor. Don't take any chances. Then you want to get in touch with an experienced personal injury attorney like my uh, Mike Bryant. He's uh, He'll set up a meeting with you completely free of charge, and he'll assess your case. And then if he does take your case, you still will not be charged unless there is an actual settlement. You could get a hold of Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant today just by going to Minnesota Personal Injury. Dot com. Hey guys, welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. And one of our favorite moments, Steve is about to tell someone they were right. 
is awesome. Holly Roberts is with us. Holly Roberts said something last week. Oh, God, I can't remember what I did yesterday. Right? I can't remember what we said last segment. <laughs> what? People email in, and I'm like, did I say that? What are you talking about? I did say that. So I tested what she said yesterday, put my boots on in order to do it, and by golly, she was right. I went out in the snow, which is melting pretty rapidly. Feeling mm-hmm. good about that. Yeah. But I go into my backyard. And I walked around, and Holly, what I did was I walked directly up to a tree. Oh, oh, that's nice. And Holly said last week, as I was bummed out that all of this cold and snow and all of it was delaying tree season, and she said, oh, they're ready, though. The buds are ready. Stop and look at them. Stevie Boy goes out with my boots on. Beautiful boots, big, beautiful boots. And I looked at the first one, and I thought, I'll be darned. This hybrid poplar has buds all over it oh, that are nice. that are out of the stem. Oh, they're already and are ready. They're just waiting for it to get just get a little warm enough, and then they're gonna crack right open and boom, leaves. I looked at every tree that I have planted. Every single one of them has buds that are ready to rock and roll. What did Holly say again? She said last week I was bummed out because of the weather, and I said this is shortening tree season, my favorite season, when I sit in the backyard and look at trees. And she said those trees. They're ready. They're ready. You just got to slow down, look at them, and you will see that they are ready to bud. The buds are out. They're out of hibernation. The trees are not hibernating. They're ready. They just need it to be, I think, warm enough. Maybe soil temperature gets just a little bit warmer. And then they will open up, and you will see green everywhere. And, Holly, you were 1,000% right. And I came back in to the house. They said, Dad, what are you doing? I said, leave me alone. I walked out in my boots. When I came back in. I didn't even mean to make it. I love it. And I came back in and I was so happy. And Lou said, here he goes, guys. His mood just got a whole lot better for the rest of the night. I mean, it was genuinely, I felt instant dopamine release. And coming up at 1115 today, 12 things people never thought they would do as adults, (laughs) but ended up doing anyway. Yeah, I think, Donna, you were gone. When we were talking about this, oh, because this okay, was when Friday. Elizabeth Reese was filling in for you. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that uh-huh. And this week. So earlier this week, yeah. you know, and talking. So I okay, go yeah. on. I go on. Walk- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Walks every day, that's yes. my thing. And I love observing nature and the seasons. Yes. And you just walk up to a tree and you check in with your friends, your nature friends. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you're like, yes, buds, you are preparing. And no, you're not going to blossom probably for another month because this is Minnesota. Let's get real. Right. But you are preparing yourself for beauty Aww. and for excitement. And oh, also yesterday. Yeah. Another weird, creepy thing I like to do. Not only do I talk to the shrubbery in the neighborhood. Love it. But I like to take pictures of cats in the windows. Love it. Yes. <laughs> Hashtag good. cats in windows. That's a great idea. That could Got, be a whole website or an, or an Instagram, Instagram account. account. Yeah. First, cats in windows. First cat in the window of the season. 
Caught yesterday afternoon. Yeah. No. Uh, color, please. Uh, it, it looked like it was a tabby variety. I was Cute. Say, I, uh-huh. I bet a tabby. Yeah. Love me a tabby. May I say one more thing, Donna, please? Thank you. Okay. One of the reasons that it was so joyous to see the buds on the trees yesterday was because for a man like me who has essentially birthed trees, right? I planted these things a couple of years ago and I've been tending to them. That, there fertilizing is something them satisfying about that. Yes. Well, and with some of these trees that some of the newest ones that I got, these quaking Aspen that I got in the middle of last year, last summer, uh, a little bit worried about their growth and if they were going to survive the winter, they just weren't doing so hot. The other ones, the poplars, the willows doing great. Every, they all had buds, which just shows you that all of the trees stayed healthy enough they were healthy enough in the spring summer yeah. that they uh, survived the winter and are ready. Even some of the weaker trees had buds all over them, ready Aww. to go. When those sons of biatches start to open up and show me green, I might. I'm I'm a saving just a, a flex bonus like vacation day for one of those days. And I'm like, I'm out here today, guys. You guys can do your technology radio thing. I am at one with my trees. Are they strong enough for a hammock? Not yet, Donna. Okay, sorry. They, they're two years old. They're toddlers. Okay. Yeah, we got we got to be talking decades. No, they're going to be closer, uh, quicker than decades, Holly, because you don't know this, but I got oh. I went to fastgrowingtrees.com <laughs> to get my trees, and I got hybrid poplars and Austrian willows, and these suckers, I strategically looked up what trees grow the fastest. I think we are probably one more season, maybe two at most, away from hammocks these austrian will the the trunks on these things are getting legit it's so funny because i have a stick guys thank you for asking these follow-up questions i have a green stick sorry donna that for people who <laughs> plant uh younger immature trees i'm gonna run to the bathroom I'll be right you need to stabilize them as you know and so uh you stabilize them so that when the wind comes they have some sort of structure not too tight they need to be able to bend and bow but still somewhat somewhat firm and it's so funny. I got this green stick that I got from Home Depot, Donna, for when it was a baby. And now I saw it yesterday. It's still there. The trunk is thick and sturdy. The tree's like 15 feet high. And then there's this little dinky green stick. That shows you how quickly my kids are growing. Also, okay, I have I'm back. kids. Hey, Donna. What? Oh, hey, uh, Bobby Jensen from Grow With Care. Yeah, Just Bobby. sent a text. <laughs> oh, boy. Tree talk. Hey, Bobby! <laughs> He's supposed to get excited. He's plant guy. I know. He's supposed to be happy for me. He is. What do you plant a real tree, you big hairdo? What are you doing? That's Bobby. I wish he was more supportive. All right. I'm going to go. No, Donna, All right, we'll come back. We'll come back. Let's talk about uh, that TikTok. Hey, guys. What's up? People love it when you do that. I know, right? It's us, Donna and Steve. That's Steve over there. Hey, guys. He likes to call himself TV's Steve Patterson. Sorry, too soon. Former local television celebrity? Yeah. <laughs> Former national. The show is still on the air, Donna. Oh, it is? <laughs> it's still on the air. My mother will watch it today at 3 p.m. in Pittsburgh. Okay, great. Aww. Ring Nation. Where do we get it? 45? 45 TV. Great. But it's only on once a week here. 9.30, oh. Saturday night. Got it. You get it once here. Most other places you get a five days a week. I don't know. What do you want me to tell you? I'm not in charge of distribution. It's all right. I just go give them the goods. All right. I want you to know that I, I had a dream think... about Wanda Sykes. Go ahead. Hmm. Do we start there? Oh, I just want to say this quickly. I have nothing else. That's it. <laughs> do you remember any details? I don't. I don't. No. 
Okay. I have been intentionally trying to sit when I have to use the bathroom. When I have to go number one, I'm trying to get more comfortable with the feeling of having to pee. And if you have an overactive bladder, I'm trying to just get more comfortable with feeling like I need to pee so that I develop somewhat of a tolerance so that I don't feel yanked around by it. Are you trying to get a UTI or something? Not over. I'm not going to overdo it. I just want to, (laughs) Holly, you know, I go to the bathroom like uh, in a given day, probably between... 13 and 20 times. Mm, didn't know that fun fact, but thanks for sharing. Was I've already... this um, uh, regularly scheduled programming? No. <laughs> okay, just checking. But I was just, I have to go to the bathroom so badly right now, and we are not going to be in a commercial break for 12 minutes. That's right. And I'm just, I just want everybody to know that I'm going to get through this, and do I'm doing kegels. it intentionally. That makes me feel like I have to go more. It's crazy that men can do Kegels. Just a muscle down there. We all have that that muscle. Yes. Great. Anything else? I'm trying to think. I don't so wait, so. what is sitting down to? Sitting down. He's not sitting down while he's peeing, Donna. Oh. Oh, I thought wait, you were did sitting I even and peeing. Say sitting down? <laughs> yes. Yes. I said sitting down. Yes. No, you said Donna, I'm trying to sit down more. Respect that because that's oh. where I first thought the conversation was yes. going. And I was like, Steve, what are you comfortable dangling and making sure the water doesn't <laughs> hit your situation? Yeah, that's what I thought you were talking I about. I don't even oh. remember saying that, nor do I know why I did. What I meant to say was I'm trying to. Not pee when I have to pee. Like at the first warning sign, you know, like when your gas light goes on in your car, some people are like, oh no, where's a gas station? They freak out. Right. That's usually what I do with urinating. I'm the same way. When I feel any kind of urge, I'm like, I'm going right now. I gotta go right now. When you have to go as many times as I do in a day, then you start to feel like you're getting yanked around by your bladder. Yeah, but this isn't like mental fortitude. You have to consider your health. When you got to go, you got to go. Remember what Dr. Ian Malcolm said in Jurassic Park. But what about what Dr. Katie Canine says? Doesn't she say, like, can't you help train a puppy to pee less frequently just by letting them out in uh, intervals that are further apart? Spoiler alert, Steve. You're a human. Come on. What did the doctor in Jurassic Park say? Well, when you gotta go, you, you gotta, gotta go. go. Okay. And then he, gets, then he yeah. gets eaten by a. Oh uh, yeah. yeah again, you're responsible for your own spoiler that's alerts exactly here. Right. <laughs> yeah, I just said it, and that's fine. All right, but anyway, you, I swear you right said now. something about sitting down. I may have, and you I did. I did. Do we need to get the instant replay? We might yeah. have to do the Hold instant replay. On, I did not mean to say that. I, was I am waiting. very like... opposed to sitting for peeing, and I know buddies who do it, and I'm very opposed to it. I bet Lou would be very in favor of it because she claims. You miss. Yeah. Yeah, you all do. You would, too, if you had what we have. I mean, I've cleaned up pee on the side, the bottom, underneath the toilet. How does that happen? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) The stream goes from strong. And as it's, it's not like an there's a gradual. It's like when you turn a hose off. It doesn't just immediately turn off and now there's no liquid coming out. It goes down, the stream gets weaker and weaker and weaker, which means at one point it was projecting further and now it's a little bit shorter. All right, we have the instant replay. What did I say? Details? I don't. I don't. No. Okay. I have been intentionally trying to sit when I have to use the bathroom. When I have to. Wow. 
Guys. Let's do it again. Oh, my gosh. I have been intentionally trying to sit when I have to use the bathroom. Like, what? So, obviously, we're on the edge of our seats going, okay, let's see where this is going. I... Guys, this is that's scary because now I wonder how many things I've said that again I could fully fully pass a lie detector test and say absolutely I never said that. Right. I am anti sitting. Why for did you urinating. say that then? I don't know. What I I don't know why I used that word when what I meant to say was oh I am trying to resist the urge to pee when I have to pee. I don't, know, I don't know why I said that. Are you guys deep faking me right now? What? Are you kidding? I have been intentionally trying to sit when I have to use the bathroom. Really? I don't know, guys. Can you see where we are thinking? Absolutely. In the bathroom, you are sitting. Oh, a thousand percent. Okay. You two were you. on the right track based on the information that I had given you. You had made the correct assumption. Okay. I cannot believe that is even real audio. Wow. 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 You're not a bad dog. Not a bad dog. What are you talking about? Can we move on? It feels like the right time. (laughs) TikTok was on uh, Capitol Hill yesterday. They are trying to, in short, not get banned here in uh, America. Their CEO, Xiaozi Chu, fought for the app's survival. Uh, There have been calls to ban TikTok. They have gained some momentum. And so they said, all right, you're the CEO. You've got to go. He's a a Harvard Business School grad. And go to Capitol Hill and alleviate concerns that the Chinese-owned social media app could be used as a spying tool, um, which would is a greater concern than like a balloon might be, for instance, right. is what some oh, folks would gosh. say. Could do a lot of damage. Uh, this, according to the Morning Brew, they said he didn't make much progress. The first lawmaker to speak, House Energy and Commerce Committee Chair Kathy McMorris-Rogers, fired up the grill by calling for a ban on TikTok, saying, quote, ByteDance, the parent company, is beholden to the CCP, and ByteDance and TikTok are one and the same. She was saying that referring to the Chinese Communist Party's ability to force ByteDance, the parent company of TikTok, right. to give it information. So they're saying that the Chinese Communist Party uh, oversees that and right. at any given moment could say, we want this information right. for this reason. So in his testimony, TikTok CEO, uh, they say, didn't exactly instill confidence that TikTok had a firewall against China. For instance, he couldn't unequivocally deny that Chinese ByteDance employees can access U.S. user data. He said, I think, quite frankly, uh, excuse me, they, they said one question to him. I think, quite frankly, your testimony has raised more questions for me than answers. Wow. That from Democratic Representative uh, Lisa Blunt. Uh, let's see here. Lawmakers didn't just focus on TikTok's ties to China. They also attacked the app over problems like misinformation, addiction, dangerous viral trends. But those were issues that... Chu pointed out, plague U.S. social media companies as well. That's that's not a TikTok-specific thing. You could say right. that about Instagram, about Facebook, et cetera, even though it might feel a little bit more intense coming out of TikTok. Um, so this is sort of on the heels of TikTok having sent influencers to Washington, D.C. this week to right. make the case that the app is a net positive for society and allowed them and other creators to make a living. Chu also noted that TikTok now has 150 million monthly users in the United States, equivalent Damn. to 45% of the population, uh, which the Morning Brew said was his not-so-subtle message 
saying, do you really think you can take away something nearly half of Americans love and still expect to get reelected? Analysts uh. are continuing to uh, watch the hearing. Uh, they gave Chu's performance, Chu again, the CEO of TikTok, uh, two thumbs down. They were. They said, uh, let, let's see, Wed Bush's Dan Ives called it a, quote, disaster that only accelerates a TikTok ban or a sale. The Biden administration has demanded that ByteDance sell its stake in TikTok or get booted from the United States. China has reported that it will, quote, firmly oppose a forced sale. Well, but yeah. Apparently kind of a, feels like, again, I still think it is so hard to imagine that it gets banned. And then, you know, the key to any yeah. law is enforcement. And so how, how you go about enforcing that, let's say if TikTok is already installed, what sort of access would the government need into our own so then, private yeah, devices? So then, yeah, there's another problem. A hurdle. Yeah. So it just feels like it's not going to happen. But boy, both sides of the aisle seem to be turning up the heat. On, on TikTok. Ooh, this is going to be a court TV kind of, you know, <laughs> situation. Oh, should we have Judge right, Judy rule? In. That's what we should there do. There you go. Instead of the lawmakers on Capitol Hill, have the CEO of TikTok and then whoever the biggest opponent is go in front of Judge Judy. Give her like four hours to work through it all. How do you feel about this? Would you be bummed? I wouldn't be bummed. I would be surprised. Yeah. I use Instagram primarily, Instagram and Facebook. TikTok, I uh, I use less. But, you know, I do think of the creators, people who have established an audience, worked hard to get an audience, right. work hard at creating content to keep and engage the audience, and then have developed uh, um, a living out of that. That's, that's another part of it that he was making yesterday, the, the point he was making, which was like, yeah. they're creators are making a living and they're supporting small businesses and medium businesses and helping to spread the word about them. I have a question about how TikTok works. Is can you do similar videos via Instagram? For sure. Yeah. What, then why why is it such a big deal then to the creators if they could just well, move it over there? Think of it this way. What if they have let's say 5 million followers on TikTok mm-hmm. and they have 50,000 on Instagram, which could you monetize more if a right. brand came to you and said, we want to partner with you? And they're kind of different language, creative languages. Sure. Like TikTok has its own vibe, so to speak. And, yeah. the, and the way that you make videos and the humor on it is different than Instagram. You're right. Instagram has tried to compete with that with their reels. Yes. Uh, you know, you can argue whether or not that has been effective or not for Meta. But yeah, the, lots of folks are very TikTok specific and creating content okay. via this app. And this is how they've made uh, made their livelihoods. And right. You know what? Okay. Facebook is doing it too now because they have, if you have posted a video recently, it will say as you're posting it, do you want to make this a reel? Not an Instagram reel, but a Facebook reel. So even though they're all owned by Meta, the same parent company, uh, they are, it's funny, they they share sometimes and then they act like they're different pockets in the same pair of jeans at other times. So it's sort of confusing. But now their reels, I think, are going to become more and more and more popular on Facebook, meaning Facebook native reels. Even if you don't have Instagram, mm-hmm. you can turn your own video into a reel. You can do captions, you can do music, you can okay. do all this stuff. Okay. And, and they're called reels. And the algorithm preferences, it gives preferential treatment yes. to these videos. You know, if you just share something on, fe- like I don't use Facebook barely at all. Right. And I might share something 
and nobody likes it, but that's because the algorithm just sorts it out. It's like, oh, you shared this cartoon? I don't give a crap. We're mm-hmm. going to bury it deep. But if I shared a video of myself reacting to that same cartoon and I put captions and yeah. music, yep. they'd bump it up a hundredfold. Wow. That yeah. That's amazing. Now, that being said, Meta... Uh, Mark Zuckerberg and Sheryl Sandberg are facing questions in an antitrust lawsuit. Look, data privacy, all this kind of stuff. You know, I mean, there are big conversations about all these companies and the way that they handle your data. Yeah. The privacy involved in that. And with what just like you combine that with what's happening with artificial intelligence and how quickly that seems to be getting tested, experimented or embraced by businesses. It feels like we're at this real hinge point. In the world of technology, even the Writers Guild tried to make a case yesterday saying we want ChatGPT to be able to help us with scripts. The Writers really? Guild. Yes, they want help writing their scripts from artificial intelligence. Whoa. You would think they would resist that. Absolutely. They're saying, no, we want to be able to bring that in. So it's it's an interesting time. We have to go. We have to go. And guess what? I held it the whole time. Yay, Steve! When we come back, audio, Donna, I hope you haven't heard it yet. I have not. Oh, I want you to hear it. Hey, guys. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Where if you see something, we believe you should say something. And if you hear something, you should also say something. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. You just heard Miley Cyrus. I sure did. And I just watched her uh, her special on Netflix. Nope, Disney Plus. Disney Plus, you got it. Did you watch the whole thing? I did. Did you like the whole thing? Okay, I like the music. I think she's really into her body. (laughs) Oh, okay. I noticed she's got a lot of uh, tats now. She's got a lot of tats. She likes to be almost naked. Okay. Um, And she likes to, like, play with her body a lot. Which, you do you, man, right? I don't know. You saw it. Anyway, I like the music a lot. I, I saw little bits and pieces of it, and she sounds cool. I like the backyard yeah, vibe, that stripped-down version of performing. Her neighbors probably hated it. I'm sure, yeah. yeah. There was an ordinance. She probably got arrested right after. Totally. All right, so this is so interesting. <laughs> what you're going to hear is real, according to the Internet. Somebody figured out that if you take Morgan Wallen, okay. and if you essentially change his voice, like if you pitch it, up. Okay. He sounds exactly like Miley Cyrus. Now, this is the Morgan Wallen who just released an album with 36 tracks yes, on it. Yes, all on the top. All 36 on the Hot 100. Unbelievable. Crazy, right? Yeah. And then Miley, super successful. He's a big fan of Miley Cyrus. Uh, but now people are joking, are they actually the same person? It works especially well in Miley, uh, excuse me, in his song called Cover me up. So now we're going to listen. What you're about to hear is Morgan Wallen. Okay. Not Miley Cyrus, but it's Morgan Wallen's voice pitched up. Here we go. That's Morgan Wallen. 
Well, she doesn't have an accent that strong, but the texture of the voice. Wow. Crazy, right? Yeah. Isn't that wild? Yeah. They did that a while ago. We did this a few years ago. It was like you could change Bieber's voice and then it became somebody else. It was like oh, there are these exist, but the Internet seems to be particularly taken. That's crazy. By that one specifically. Um, again, he he said like her voice is insane. He loves her. Apparently, yeah. maybe now they do a duet. That would be a pretty cool duet. Don't you think Morgan Wallen and Miley Cyrus? Because they both got that rasp, which makes them believable as a storyteller <laughs> says you yeah. I, i'm a sucker for rasp i believe your lyrics more if there's rasp huh if That's it's too auto-tuned too perfect i just have a little more trouble but when someone sits down with a guitar and <sighs> i do think that maybe their voices are too similar to do a duet because you kind of want the voices to be different enough It'd be a little Alvin and the Chipmunks esque. Yeah, but I yeah. think you, I think to compliment. I think you might be thinking of that now because we just heard that. You could be right. Pitched up. You could be right. I could be influenced. I think if that. you just hear Morgan Wallen all on his own, it's they. It would be cool. They could do a song together. Now I wouldn't put Morgan Wallen and Chris Stapleton on the same song. Correct. I or, would agree with that. How about Chris Stapleton? Man, that guy. I'd love to. So he, good. You know what he is. I think he's my uh, my current number one of who I'd like to have perform a living room concert for me. Yeah. No wires, no electronics, no yeah, nothing. Yeah, he doesn't need it. Guitar. Yeah. Sing to me, Christopher. Sing to me. <laughs> Sing to Pap-Pap. Okay. You know, it's it's a shame because 20 years ago, you would never hear from a guy like that on country radio. Chris Stapleton? Yeah. Because he doesn't have the look. Oh, sure. Do you know what I mean? Not looking like George Strait or Tim McGraw. Correct. You know, they want the pretty boys. They want the whole package. There's a songwriter out there named Jamie Johnson who is incredibly talented. He came before Chris Stapleton and he got a little bit of, you know, he got a little bit of airplay. But other than that, yeah, he didn't because he had the long beard. You know, he looked like a biker. Just didn't fit the part. Right. For commercial success. But the writing, incredible. The voice, unbelievable. So it's nice to see that somebody like that is making the impact that he is. Thank you. Good night. Wolfgang Van Halen is clapping back at some haters online. So Wolfgang Van Halen was born Wolfgang Van Halen. It's his actual name. Right. Birth certificate, all of it. It's like, this yeah. is this is real. Wolf. But there are people online who have been saying he's using that name to benefit his career. And every once in a while, apparently, he'll just sort of jab back at these folks. So earlier this week... Wait, what does that even mean? It means that people who aren't too familiar with the fact that that is his real name are like, hey... The Wolfgang part or the, the Van, Van Halen, Halen part? part? The Van uh-huh. Halen. So people are saying he's a Nepo baby. So he has to clap back every now and again. So earlier this week, he said to one of the trolls, quote, Van Halen is literally my bleeping name, you grape. Now, is real <laughs> quick on grape. Can we call people grape? Is that like a funny way to put somebody down? I've never heard that used in that way. 
I have you no idea. Grape. I am not cool enough to give you an answer, okay. Steve. Same. Mm-hmm. He goes on to say, you guys understand Van, Van Halen is literally a name, like way before it was a band, right? That good old American rock and roll you love so much was written by a Dutch immigrant named Edward Lodwig <laughs> Van Halen. Not some dude changing his name to sound cool cool and rock and roll. Then he put up a poll. Oh, wow, this is funny. To his followers, and he said, please help me choose a new name. The choices were <laughs> Wolfgang Led Zeppelin. Wolfgang ACDC, Wolfgang The Who, and Wolfgang Paul McCartney. Wolfgang Led Zeppelin won by a landslide, by the way. And he did make it his Twitter handle. <laughs> that is so that funny? funny. So people are trolling him because they think he's using a band name as his last name, not realizing that his father was Eddie Van Halen of the band Van Halen. That is correct. And That's that the so name, yes, that the, the band got its name. From an actual last name. It would be like if there was a band Patterson that got really cool. Well, it's like Bon Jovi. There we go. You know, it's... Is that a Bruce But name? his real last name is Bon Jovi. G-O-V. Yeah, G-O-V-I. G-I-O-V-I. Oh. Um, yeah, but that's the band. Yeah. Hey. Hey. We don't like Gabagoo. I could go for some Gabagoo oh, right me now. me too. Somebody put a cheese platter in front of me right now. Sweet Lord in heaven, I would destroy it. Okay, great. Oh, I'm Good so hungry know. right now. All righty. Well, should we let Holly go? I think so. Yeah, for the week. We're going to go find a cheese board. Yes. yes. Maybe a stick, cheese product. I don't know. And yes. then I'm going to go oh. eat it in the bathroom and cry. Unbelievable. Eating cheese in the bathroom. What a vision. I uh, won't be sitting down. <laughs> That's what I do. Full circle. Uh, when we come back, we've got a little bit of music news. Ooh, John Mayer performed a song that he did with this very popular star, but he did it for the first time in years.